0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within.
1: Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
0: Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with MoFall. Bringing your soul to work today. And of course, you do it every single day. This is Coach MoFall, MoFall.com. Everything to lift your career by lifting your soul First. The main reason we have trouble in our life, and particularly we see this in our clients' careers, is because our soul has been dimmed. Our soul has been put aside a bit while we carry on this physical human life of taking care of the bills and going to work and doing the work and taking care of raising kids and the spouse and other family members and going grocery shopping and all of that stuff seems to take us off our course of living a soul-dominated life. Years ago, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, people who lived soul lives were people in, in monasteries. And... Some of those people in monasteries ended up doing miraculous things and seeing Jesus and things like that and became saints and had all these wonderful, amazing things happen. Well, in today's day in life, there are still convents and monasteries. But the normal human being on the planet actually can live a soulful, engaged, connected life in this physical world without going to a monastery. And we can have a soul life outside of of traditional religion your soul is not a religious definition your soul is an energy aspect of who you are and it's the divine highest vibrational aspect of you it is the thing in you that vibrates energetically at the same vibrational level of pure love the problem is it's probably not hanging out there it's probably hanging out somewhere in fear and all of the things that you were told that kept you small and that, that don't allow you to express the full you in the world. And you might think that that isn't necessarily allowed. So today we're covering a topic called your autobiography. Each and every one of us are writing our life story every day. And in order to dive into this topic and have a whole lot of fun, I have invited my director of coaching, Miliana mori to join us for today's episode of Bring Your Soul to Work here on Unity Radio. Miliana, welcome. Hello, Mo. Hello,
1: wonderful listeners of Unity Radio. I love, love, love joining you.
0: <laughs> We're going to have some fun diving into this topic because each and every one of us, on every breath we take, we are literally writing our life story. We are literally claiming who we are with each action that we take. We are claiming who we are actually with each thought and feeling that we allow and generate from ourselves and that self is our soul. So as we write our autobiography um, and live our lives, there are things that take us into the not so great story. There are things that bring us the pain and suffering of a normal human existence. Um, Miliana, both of our personal stories are full of, uh, what we would just kind of generally call trauma. You actually have had like legit real, like wartime trauma in your, in your life. Um, we would be then inclined to perhaps have that be a dominant story, a dominant part of our story. Yeah, but I was this. Yeah, but I was this. And, you know, the, the most dominant trauma that I have in my autobiography is my breast cancer um, event, eventual survival. Um, but that is the thing that caused me the most cracking open to see who I truly am and to make some deeper choices about how I wanted my autobiography to go from that perspective. And I could have chosen another option than the one I chose. And we'll get into that in a second. Um, Which, which piece of your cracking open Miliana would you like to kind of use as, as descriptors of this, as we go into this topic on your autobiography today?
1: Well, I would love to pick the one that uh, brought me to you—the uh, cracking of my spine uh-huh. <laughs> injury when I went to um, a powerlifting competition, like an European international championship—that um, that stopped my uh, professional athlete career, and I went uh-huh. through identity crisis because that was, you know, who I was—you know—who I was—I was a professional athlete, I was in all the media, and um, then I became a nobody.
0: Hmm. Uh-huh. Right. My grandma told me so. Right. Just to elaborate on that just a little bit so people who might not know your story have a a better picture of it. You live in Croatia. You're a Croatian um, native. You were in the the Yugoslavian War, which broke open uh, a lot of factions in that country. We don't need to go into that history, but that was part of your experience as well. And you were a refugee to Germany and then eventually your family moved to Australia where you had uh, some of your formative years and then you chose powerlifting and bodybuilding as part of your uh, your way to live your life and, and feel that you were powerful in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, coming from that war background and being actually from a mixed uh, race, like the two nations that hated each other, I'm half-half. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: so, um, yeah, refugees, Australia, and then back and doing different sports from kickboxing like it said, to powerlifting olympic weightlifting mm-hmm. and that yeah that was exactly the thing that um i really felt like i had to become as strong as possible because life up until only a few years ago was really like happening to me that was mm-hmm. a story like involuntary playing there involuntary in there and then you know voluntary going to australia that was a dream come true it was the wonderful place to be and mm-hmm. then here also literally divinely guided to come back here and continue doing my, my work and meeting you and um, now living my sole purpose, being on, on your team, serving just hundreds and hundreds of women to really find their souls, be, bring their souls back alive, bring their souls back to work. Yes. And right. um, I, I really, you know, looking back now, we don't see it in the moment. In the moment it's a tragedy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it really had to happen for me to realize that this is what I'm meant to do. I had a huge aha moment in a competition where everyone was so official and wearing ties, and I'm I'm just lifting weights and putting them down on the floor. Like, what's the big fuss about? Like, just, you know, seriousness around that. And I realized that I prefer lifting up people and not dropping them, (laughs) like I did with weights. (laughs) And um, it actually took more courage for me to dive into my soul and to realize like I love being a coach. I love... Helping others heal, let go of their trauma, PTSD, reach a measurable, incredible results—like that's what I actually love doing. And it required mm-hmm. that dark night of the soul, and mm-hmm. it was a total of plot twist. It was a total of plot twist. I didn't know what was happening at that moment, but my mm-hmm. soul was guiding me all along. And um, you came across—I I found you. I—I um, I booked the call mm-hmm. four years ago. It was, I think, March, April, twenty sixteen, and I just knew yes. instantly, like. Soul connection, and I'm like, yep, this is, this is exactly what I want. I need some, I need a powerful soul, which mm-hmm. is Yumo, mm-hmm. that can really show me how to direct my physical strength, my um, my mental strength to, to, to be directed into a meaningful life where mm-hmm. I really have now a certainty like in my soul, in my bones, that I know exactly what I'm meant to do in this world, and I 'm doing it, and I love yes. it. And it's just truly a blessing and an honor to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Your uh, spine cracked in the pursuit of your then profession and performance. And as you had indicated earlier, most professional athletes would cause that breakdown to totally take them off of any element of their greatness and perhaps, you know, just not feel that they were as a human valuable as we began working together. I remember your words. You said to me, I want to be as strong on the inside as I have been on the outside. Mm. And so I also want to reflect on the word that you used, the plot twist, because we're talking about how all of our lives are our own autobiography and in every great story there are plot twists and the author knows what she's doing when she creates plot twists the problem with an autobiography is when we're living it and we're in the moment we feel victimized done to and and completely buried under the event that is occurring that is taking us off of our power because that's what breast cancer did to me and it's what the broken bone in your spine did to you it took you out of your power it 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 pushed you into the potential story of being a victim of maybe being not strong enough not good enough why me how come my career got Uh, derailed here i'm still young enough to perform etc and same thing happened with me with my breast cancer this plot twist took me out of my power i was now vulnerable i was now uh dealing with my body um betraying me and i was a runner a marathon runner healthy a big executive And my body had betrayed me. And we all have betrayal patterns in our past memory where someone or something previously had betrayed us. And now our autobiography in this plot twist gets linked up with all of the things that feel like that. Where else have I been betrayed? What else has caused my life to go in the wrong direction? By being betrayed and you and I as as trained coaches understand the physiology and the, the spiritual uh, connections that begin to happen for individuals and how this can really create massive, massive chaos and the plot twist does turn into a dark night of the soul and if you're not willing to dive into that dark night of the soul and you want to keep pushing it down the plot twist actually doesn't ever twist it becomes the end of the book so in order to step into the rest of the story in a powerful way that that event is simply just a twist in one's life in the in the story of what we're living and what we're creating what are some of the things you had to summon up miliana in order to Say yes i'm going to have coaching i'm going to belong to a coaching program i'm going to get i'm going to get help for this. What did you need to summon in your plot twist?
1: Many things letting go of the false belief that I should do it all by myself and I should know it mm-hmm. it, um, it, it was completely incorrect and uh, actually caused more. More pain and agony thinking mm-hmm. that I had to do it all by myself. It actually was completely incorrect thinking that that is strength. Actually, it was weakness because it took much more courage to reach out, to ask for help, and to admit that I'm part of the equation. That's, mm. the, that's the hardest thing because um, we yeah. know through human psychology people will fight for their limitations. Right. Yes. They'll, they'll fight you for it because they're. Our whole life has been based on it. And yeah. the, there's this little moment of admitting to like, ooh, I, I was or I am part of the result. I'm not going to call it problem. I'm part of the result. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, wow, the one factor that has never changed in all those dark nights of the souls and all those strategies and all those things that people did to me and situations did to me, I was always there. I was
0: always there. Right. So That is the common so theme in common. our lives, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. always the main actor. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, you know, quote unquote, it's easier to blame other people. But the level of courage you took to offer help to take responsibility equally brings a level of freedom because now we get to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Now we get to like, uh, all right, Mo this is how far I've, I've come by myself. I've been a coach for many years and I'm Mm -hmm. not where I wanted to be. And I know a lot of people can say like, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. What are you doing about it? Who are you hiring to help you? Uh, nothing. And so Mm -hmm. that was me. That was me. And then I realized that there was a level of that level of courage to ask for help, a level of humility and courage. Yeah. To kind of like, look, I don't know everything and mm-hmm. also just the realization like if if i would go and research that every person that was my hero every person that i felt inspired by they had coaches advisors they yes. had a team they mm-hmm. were comfortable being surrounded by people that knew knew more about different areas that they didn't know i was like mm-hmm. what well, well, hang on that's, that's 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 how you get successful with a team like Mm-hmm. Give me some of that. So I was willing. Right. I was willing to be led. I was willing to let go. The ego voice that like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Oh, yeah, I've read that book two times. Like, yeah, what are my results? What are my results? Like, they were not what I wanted. So right. I was like, all right, let's do this. This is what I want. And as coaches, you showed me, you guided me how to close that gap. It was me doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was it, it. was just so much easier when someone is in your corner.
0: Right. And you, the other thing that happens um, when we have the courage to see that the answer to our problem is beyond us and that there is an expert who can see beyond where we are and can help us go through that plot twist and write that next chapter versus staying in the plot twist and continuing to twist around it and not go anywhere productive not not make the move that it was intended to push us to and you know here's here's the thing if i would have thought that i could cure my own cancer and i know some people do this i'm not dissuading anything like that but i had masses in both breasts and they needed to be surgically removed and ultimately both breasts needed to be surgically removed I could have taken a different path but i would have taken on other experts to do that i chose to take on the expertise of top surgeons there's no way i could have done that myself now it seems pretty darn obvious that you're going to choose an expert when you have cancer why is it not as obvious that you're going to fix your career or fix your life because so many people that we that we work with as you know miliana their career is missing the 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 groove and literally when our career misses the groove it does diminish our soul and then if our soul's missing the groove we now have a career that's not performing and we have a soul that's that's deadened and how many women we've worked with have said that they could hardly even speak they could hardly feel like they even could breathe their soul was so deadened and it's not any individual person's fault we don't have a normal avenue for this like we have a normal avenue if you're diagnosed with cancer this is what you do if you break your spine this is what you do but the soul is the is the thriving vitality of of everything in our lives it is the the breath of life coming into the energetic divine us it is the most important component of everything else going well and your soul was was hiding and your power was hiding even though you were able to go in the gym and and lift weights at a national international caliber so the spine goes nope you're going to have to look at something else here (laughs) and my breast cancer reminded me that i had to look at something else it's that pause that causes us to make a choice. And as we know, globally, we've had a massive pause that is causing most human beings to look at something else. And so now what do we do? Now that we're faced with looking at that something else, you got to get someone who knows how to help you write that next chapter. I hired my first coach 20 years ago, and I, and I recall exactly what brought me to that coach. And it was me hitting my head up against the wall over and over, not getting what I needed in the corporate environment. I was handling a very big initiative for a health system and it was complicated and it was difficult and it was politically very volatile. But I was determined to do it and to fix it and to be successful at it because it meant other people's lives were going to be better in, in the cardiac areas of these hospitals. And there were villains and tricksters and, and things I had to navigate the whole way through. But I didn't have the, the awareness of some things that I needed in order to be better at that. And I was, I was poisoning myself with self-talk as I was hitting these obstacles. So I hired my first coach and she helped open my eyes and my heart toward other things about maybe what my approach could have been different and what I could do to navigate things instead of just doing it the way I was doing it. Perhaps there's other avenues and other ways and other ways to look at things. And so an expert can help us point in those directions. We all have blind spots as human beings. And that's what causes that twist. In the universe, our co-creator, our divine uh, guide, oftentimes will plop us in the middle of one of these plot twists, to then have to marshal the inner strength and the inner courage, and get the help that we need to take us to the next chapter in a in a higher, heightened version of ourselves, not the next chapter of same old, same old, and. The dilemma that a lot of people have was something that you said, Miliana. Shouldn't I just know how to fix this myself? Shouldn't I be able to handle this? So as we we move away from that illusion that we're basically on our own and have no one else to help us, we move away from that illusion and we realize and we take responsibility and we call this radical responsibility as coaches to say, I'm not where I want to be. I need to find someone who can help me get where I want to be. And there has to be enough soul light to believe that that where I want to be is indeed possible. Not that you have the plan or exactly the goal of where that is, but that there is something more. So, Miliana, as you made the decision to get into coaching uh, to help yourself, what did you, what was that little speck still going? Miliana, you're worth more than this. Miliana, there's something better. Talk about that little spark that was there that allowed you to say yes to yourself.
1: Mm, it was definitely my heart and my soul. Like mm-hmm. um, a, a yearning for more, a yearning for, I would call it a graceful greatness, meaning Hmm. that, you know, the interesting thing, what we do in our workshop, we have incredible uh, processes and exercises we take our ladies through that um, uh, cleverly bypasses the ego, and uh, we go into soul mission, soul soul purpose, and what what we know is that everyone's soul has a grand mission, like, Mm -hmm. I'm here to change the world, I'm here to make the world a better place. I'm here to bring smiles to the people. I'm here to heal. And then the ego comes in like, no, you're not. Who are you to be that? So that was the silent voice. like, I'm here to do great things. I'm here to. And then it was still there. It was whispering. And in silence, we can hear it. In pain, we can hear it because our ego is busy dealing with the pain. And then we mm-hmm. can hear that humble voice. It's not arrogant, it's humble. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that was it, like the the whispers of the voice of of the soul that was like, what about this, what about this? And then it's like, no, but Mm -hmm. this is too big. Like, who am I to make that happen? And so I brought brought both those elements into coaching. It's like, look, this is what I want. And do I know Mm -hmm. how to get it? No, and then I realized, oh, the how is actually not my job. It's the what, Mm -hmm. it's the what and getting clear on that and designing and creating what i want and working with the universal flow and divine guidance rather than against it and again here we go from the the false premise of having to do it all ourselves right to realizing that we are the co-creators the co-authors of our autobiography
0: yes indeed and you know the thing that we um we often hear from our clients is this imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and there's a an element of the human ego that tricks us out of our greatness and when i was growing up catholic this was the devil (laughs) and there are uh, other tricksters and there are other people in our lives who have convinced us that we don't have greatness and Mm -hmm. so what happens is that we believe the tricksters And so it's not until, like you said, we have that moment of silence or that pause where we're actually able to hear the voice of our divine and the voice of our component of divine within. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about how we rewrite the chapters and the beautiful stories that we've helped our ladies unfold into their greatness, into into their new autobiography. And if you'd like to join us, you can call at 816-251-3555. And if you would like to know more about the work that I do, it's mofall.com slash masterclass. You can attend that uh, online free class that I conduct every single day. And uh, we'll be back right after this break for more on your autobiography. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are talking about not only bringing your soul to work, but bringing your soul back to life. So that you can write the rest of your autobiography in a way that is satisfying and fulfilling and brings you back alive. One of the things I have learned in coaching over 700 plus women over the years I've been doing this is that the soul is the most essential piece to fixing your career and your life. And you just can't think that that's what you want to do. And you just can't read books and do it. You literally have to dive in to your soul and bring it back to life. You have to resuscitate your soul. And sometimes that requires some deep work on the programming that you have believed to be true, which is not true about you and your life Mm -hmm. and what your story has been written thus far. If you, like me, have lost your job or been told to sit over there and not speak as much or don't be as as smart as you think you are or or you're not as smart as you think you are or all sorts of stories that we sometimes hear from other people who are in their fear, who are in their ego mess, (laughs) and... And we internalize it because there's something about it that rings true to something else that we heard way back when that now makes that comment or that declaration from someone else feel more right than the power of our soul. That trap, those tricksters hijack our true power. And it is part of this divine life plan that we're all given to use those events and those triggers and those declarations from others as decision points of whether we're going to fight for our own soul's strength and power or we're going to let that external villain win. And our ego wants to fight and our primitive danger brain wants to fight or freeze or run away. The fight, flight and freeze mechanism of your base brain is part of the problem because it creates a relationship with that feeling and it convinces you that that feeling and the relationship with that feeling is true because ultimately your brain that mechanism that is very primitive of you is trying to protect you from death. And it can't distinguish between an imposter danger and a real danger. It looks at all things that don't feel good as danger. And when you're interpreting the world and your experience on anything that doesn't feel good as danger, You are literally giving your danger brain the power over you. And over time, it feels like just what life is. And over time, it becomes part of your personality. Over time, it is the story of your life. And you are now committed to living your story that way. Well, I'm just someone who doesn't trust people. Well, I'm just someone who who just can't speak up in meetings. Well, I'm just someone who's no good doing that. Well, I'm just someone who other people just don't like to work with. Well, I'm just someone who this. Well, I'm just someone who that. And we have so many commitments about the story of who we are, and it's bull crapola. All of those commitments to a story that disempowers us are lies. They are all lies. Even the ones that we sometimes hear, well, uh, I'm an adult with ADHD and I just can't focus at work, so I'll never be successful. Well, perhaps no one's taught you how to meditate and get into your center and get into your soul, and perhaps that would make that better, or perhaps it's not even true. Perhaps the ADHD is because your fear brain has been kicked in for 30 years and your whole physiology is freaked out. Perhaps the reason why you're no good at thinking on your feet is because your nervous system is up to here with adrenaline and all the negative things that cause your body to freeze on an instant. So that could be your story and it's most people's story because most people are not taught or given the manual on how to bring their soul to life and change their trajectory of their story forever and for good. Most people aren't taught that. Most of us aren't raised that way. We're raised to believe that there is an entity outside of us that is more powerful. We are raised to believe that someone's going to show up someday and change our story. A boss is going to finally recognize our hard work. A a love interest is finally going to show up and make us happy. Those things don't work and they usually don't happen. If you're looking for some external power to save your soul, you are looking in the wrong place because your story is written by one author and that's you. When you have a plot twist. When you get cracked open, when you have a choice to choose the weaker you or the stronger you and you choose weaker, you are the author of that. And when you have this opportunity to choose the stronger you and you choose that, that story gets so much better. You are now writing the story of a hero of your own making. And that is where your divinity steps in to help you If you're not beckoning your divinity from within, your story is not going to be a wonderful story. It's going to be too full of suffering and struggling and victimhood and loss and trauma. And you're listening to two women who have plenty of that to go around. But we chose to find the superhero version of ourselves. We chose to bring the divinity up And to get our soul to be the author of our book, not our ego, not our danger brain, not all of the lies that other people told us. This is the critical aspect of being able to handle a plot twist problem and turn it into the most amazing autobiography we could ever imagine. And Miliana and I, my director of coaching, have so many pieces of evidence on how cool this is when people do this. And I'm talking about educated, hardworking, professional. We work with women in our workshop. I have a few clients who are not women who I work with. I see this and doesn't matter the gender. Okay. If you've been working hard trying to prove yourself and that hasn't been working, if you've been paying attention to the why not me and how come I'm not getting, you're not in your soul. And the things that I learned in my life, primarily going through my breast cancer journey, of going deeper into my divinity, deeper into my essence of me, when I chose that and went back to work, claiming that version of me versus the version I thought I had to be to be successful at work, when I stopped trading my soul for the supposed to be's, and I began bringing my soul to life, I was personally happier, I was more successful. I was more engaging as a leader. I was more in the flow. I was smarter. Solutions came to me easier. I handled difficulties with much more grace and ease and better impact. And I basically had less stress. I didn't have zero. Okay, because I I had a high level, very responsible, uh, job. And if you are destined to have a contribution in an organization, in a company, in a profession, you're gonna have stuff that's gonna come your way. How you handle it is all dependent on whether your soul is in charge of you or whether your danger brain and your programming is in charge of you. When divinity within is in charge, your life is so much better, so much easier, so much more successful. You make more money, you solve bigger problems, you impact more people and the light that you shine inspires your family and your friends. And we see this every single day. We're not just talking about it theoretically. This is a very practical, very doable, very real world application of bringing your soul to life. Now, here's here's the catch. We don't work with just anyone. We work with committed women who are professionals, who have got something that we can fix. But as Emiliana said, when she joined my workshop, I gave her the tools, the techniques, the guidance, the roadmap, and the coaching. She's the one who fixed it. Because you're the author of your autobiography. And you can find out more about that, and you can have a call with one of my wonderfully trained and expert career breakthrough strategists by booking a call at mofall.com me clarity And we happened to know two awesome women who have been clients who heard me on this radio program, who booked their clarity call, and we sorted out what was going on, and we found out that indeed what they have going on is something we fix, and they were committed to fixing it. And now their lives are incredibly deeper and richer, and they are freer as human beings because they are living a soul-centered life. as miliana is uh having known her for over four years now miliana when we are choosing this different trajectory there's some things we've got to to get done there's things we got to do in order to change that trajectory Um, let's just talk about a few of them and let's um, take a moment to uh take whoever's listening to this into a little bit of a a meditation, visualization to to start to see what's what's possible. So, what are what are some of those things that typically we have to kind of help m- move away? Just a ho- housekeeping on the on the human human housekeeping. I love that.
1: <laughs> I love it. Human housekeeping. Yeah, exactly how you said it's uh you know we'll take them all through a uh, visualization meditation. So starting you know not just human housekeeping but a soul hygiene to step mm-hmm. into a level of alignment where you literally change your energy signature. And uh, you know, I would say that our self-taught, the picture, sounds, and feelings that we replay, 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 are the text of our autobiography. And then mm-hmm. you know, ask yourself, like, would I read my own book with all the thoughts right. and emotions that are going on? Mm-hmm. And what would be your title? And so we really dive into the how when we work with our women and, you know, some of the, you know, listeners that uh, were invited to be part of the, the workshop, uh, literally in one call, the trajectory of the life changed. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, literally in one or two calls, there's a knowing that my life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I know, I feel it in my body. My life has prolonged. When we mm-hmm. take people through deep meditations, through deep process, we get women to see timelines of their lives. If I continue this way, like I can feel it's going to be an early death. Like we bring them, like we help women get quantum leaps and deep clarity of uh, literally future memories, future wisdom. Like this is like wonderful, deep, soulful stuff of total life change. And you know, mixed in with the science of success and measurable outcomes, that it, that translates into promotions, pay rises. And so, what we got to do is be willing to ask for a team, be willing to show up for ourselves, be willing to realize what I've, what I have done so far has brought me where I am right now. Wonderful. Let's give ourselves credit. But there's mm-hmm. so much more. I promise you, your life can be easier, lighter, more effortless. You can feel mm-hmm. energized by your day rather than being overwhelmed and or and having to be, you know, rushed to the emergency because you don't know what's happening with your heart or other parts mm-hmm. of your body. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the, the, the last minute awakening of the soul.
0: Right. And we have had clients who that was their plot twist that brought them our way as well, nervous breakdowns, mental health crises um, um, even even injuries uh, like you uh, with the with the mm-hmm. broken spine uh, twisted ankles, broken legs, sometimes car accidents, sometimes divorces sometimes it 's being fired, laid off, losing your job um, having to to relocate to be closer to uh, elderly parents and now. I've got to recreate myself and how do I do that? So there's there's this uh, there's this thing that happens we're calling it your plot twist, okay? We could we could consider it to be a um, almost like an earthquake that happens in one's life, a life quake that disrupts things and that that shifts you know to be true. We could we could call this the great awakening that we're currently living in. None of us in this lifetime have seen something this big and this disruptive. When you look at a seed growing in the dirt, it is it is cracked open, it is disturbed in the soil. And in order for the the plant to flourish, that disturbance, that that chaos that precedes its growth has to happen. Nature shows us this all the time. The the proverbial caterpillar in the cocoon. It is a liquefied gel of of nothing, and it turns into this beautiful butterfly. That metamorphosis time, if it's not in the right hands, you will actually commit more to the stories that you've been carrying with you and and the programming that has caused the disruption. And here's the bad news your beautiful, loving God and creative source that runs the program here on this planet (laughs) is going to get your attention at a deeper level. If you don't take the plot twist and go towards your awesome soul, the next thing that tries to crack you open is going to be bigger. That's how it goes. And some of our ladies say, well, do you have a guarantee that if I do this 12-week program, I'm going to have the job I want, and I'm going to feel better, and I'm going to have the life I want? Um, if you do the work, yes. The bigger guarantee is if you don't do it, I can guarantee your life will look worse than it is today. Because you're either growing away from your soul, or you're growing toward it and with it. So with that being said, Miliana, let's do a quick couple of minutes. um Just visualization, you can go ahead and uh, take our listeners into something that's going to allow them to see. And then I'm going to use this bowl that I clinked on Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as well. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. (laughs) Go right ahead. Beautiful. So if you're listening and if you have the opportunity, I invite you to take a deep breath in. And breathe out through your mouth. When you breathe out through your mouth with your lips slightly pursed, it sends signals to your brain to relax a bit faster. So breathe in again. And then breathe out and allow your eyes to close if it's safe to do so. Mm -hmm. And invite the muscles of your face to relax. Softening your forehead, your jaw, your neck, your shoulders. Allow the muscles of your arms to relax from the shoulders all the way down to your fingertips. Relaxing your chest, your heart, your stomach. And then when you breathe in, just feel the nourishing air. Enter your body, and with your breath out, relax your upper back, your mid-back, your lower back. Allow your hips to become loose, and relax down your right leg and your left leg, all the way down to the soles of your feet. And just observe your breath. And bring your awareness, your attention, into your heart. And just connect with your heart. And imagine that inside of your body is a little spark. And it might be in your heart, it might be in your upper chest, maybe it's your forehead, your third eye. That's... Spark is your soul. That spark has decided to listen and to be here today. That spark is always with you. So imagine that as you breathe in, you see and you feel the spark is being more energized and it expands in brilliance, in light. Shining bright light. Allow your soul, allow the spark to grow and to expand into every corner of your body. Flush and cleanse your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body. And thank your soul for being here for this soul appointment as you breathe and you energize and you sit in this powerful soul awareness that maybe for the first time, you're hearing your voice, you're hearing your soul, and the knowing that you can. You can bring lightness. You can bring soul into every aspect of your life. You can live your deepest desires and soul missions you can create contribution to a soulful level. So allow this light of your soul, this unlimited power, the connection to the divine, the spark of the divine. Allow it to lead you throughout the day. Allow it to assist you in making soulful, powerful decisions. See how your body is expanding with so confidence. You might feel like your shoulders want to roll back. Your heart wants to open up. And then breathe again. Two or three deep breaths. As you wiggle your fingers, your toes. And you welcome the remembrance of, this is who I'm supposed to be. A powerful soul, creating and designing my life, and so it is. Take a deep breath in, wiggle your fingers, your toes, and open your eyes whenever you're ready.
0: And And welcome back. Yes, and know that you are the author of what's next. Thank you, Miliana, for that. That was beautiful. You are the author of everything light and beautiful and right inside of you. Your divine co creator is waiting to write this story with you. Your divine helper, the essence of of all that is good and right within you and within the world and within all possibilities is waiting for you to write it, to begin that next chapter, to believe that that next chapter is so ready for you. I have a sticker on my journal that says, What you seek is seeking you. That's the way that our divine creator put this together. What our heart opens and pulses with for our highest good is also seeking us. The thing that you may not know is that when you pulse with what is not working, when you pulse with the lower parts of you, that is what you find as well. It is perfectly put together to resonate with everything that is in you. And when you choose to live in your divinity as a human being, when you choose to be in that higher version of you that matches the vibrational beauty of your divine co-creator, when you live there more minutes of the day, you are attracting that level of other people, places, things, experiences. When you live in the highest version of you, other people will see the highest version of you. We have a beautiful woman who's an engineer who joined our workshop 12 weeks ago, and she's graduating this week, and shout out to her. She joined our workshop scared, afraid, full of anxiety. She had a lifetime of living that way. And in her first several weeks, that Programming fought against her greatest, highest self, and we kept going with her. We kept coaching her, and she kept staying in the workshop. Twelve weeks later, she's moving to her dream job. She knows who she is. Her face is brighter. She looks ten years younger, and she's a bright light in her family with her friends. They see a different version of her. It's beautiful. Write your story that way. This is Coach Mo Fall, slash give me clarity to get started with what we do and the miracles we help our ladies get to by bringing their soul to work. Have a fantastic week. See you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance.
1: I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.